You are listening to Muslim in Moderation, discussions on minority culture, identity, and politics, with Ali Ahmed. Welcome to episode 18 of the podcast, which features Azhar Zafar, the CEO and founder of Max, the Muslim Awards for Excellence. Max is an all-volunteer Canadian organization with a vision to elevate the brand of Muslims in Canada by recognizing and motivating high achievement. What drew me to speak to Azhar was actually another conversation I was having with a friend about legacy and what it is we leave behind. COVID-19 is a big part of this conversation. Too many of my friends have had parents, uncles, or other elderly severely affected or passing away from COVID. For those of us who have been fortunate enough to step away from the carnage, it has offered an opportunity to take stock of our lives and indeed to think about what we might still be able to accomplish. And as Azar explains, it was this kind of conversation between him and his father that led to the creation of Max. So, you know, I, I was an only child and my dad and I were very close. And he really often would talk about how Muslims, you know, back in the 700 AD to 1400 AD, we were favorably upon as leaders in humanity. And we were leaders in various fields, whether it was physics, chemistry, biology, mathematics, sociology, philosophy, and that being Muslim is not just praying five times a day in his mind. And he's like, you know, that's the easy ritualistic stuff. But more importantly is, you know, we need to be really good service providers to humanity and try to excel at high levels so that we're contributing in various professional fields. And it was in that light for my last few years when I took care of him and he passed away in 2015. I spent a lot of time talking to him and then, you know, about this idea in my head while I was in the hospital with him. Um, and really after he passed away, I was sort of inspired to start something given what he and I always talked about and Muslims performing at a high level and encouraging such aspirations. And in light of some of the negative stereotypes that existed towards Muslims. And I was aware of a lot of the good that we were doing. And I was just like, that's not getting the media attention, even within our own communities. Um, and we sort of sometimes have an inferiority complex. So I was like, you know what, why don't we start something where we could, with a clear vision, to elevate the brand of Muslims. And the mission and how we achieve that vision would be to celebrate high levels of achievement in academics and in the professional world and to motivate such acts as, as well. Um, and that really, I think, was the genesis of how it all, the thought process of how it came about and initially with a focus on scholarships and, and awards. The first Max Gala was held in 2016 at the Ritz-Carlton Hotel in Toronto. Seven students received scholarships for $30,000 and awards for professional excellence, community excellence, as well as entrepreneur, woman, charity, and Artists of the Year were handed out after a rigorous judging process. The award winners all self-identify as Muslims, except for the Friend of the Community Award, which is specifically for non-Muslims. I asked Azur for his How I Built This in terms of how the first awards gala came together and the community's response to it. We volunteers, like my first year, I had my full-time job, and then this was all my free time, and probably got really sick that first year because I was spending 50 to 60 hours not sleeping much and just trying to put all the infrastructure in place uh, for this. But what's come out of it, alhamdulillah, is unbelievable. Like, you know, the first year, we, you know, I took a financial risk where I was just like, for the whole team, I was like, we're, you know, if not one ticket sells, it's all on me, right? But it was amazing. We, you know, a lot of people said, you're never going to sell $150 ticket at the Ritz in our community, but we were sold out, you know, two and a half months before. Um, and we had a huge waiting list and people sort of begging to to paying and get in. Unfortunately, the Ritz can only hold a certain amount of people. So Amdala was really, really nice to see. And I think 
perhaps the community had been waiting for an uplifting story like this that shows the amazing work that professionals and students are doing. And it was interesting because one of the judges commented, he was like, in that first year, he was like, you know, I was worried about the future of Muslim youth. But after reading these scholarship applications, he's like, I have no worries at all. Um, it's just amazing to see what our youth are accomplishing. And then on the other side, the professional awards winner, and it's sort of a feedback loop, right? The award winners and senior professionals see the scholarship winners and are like, wow, let's support them. And the scholarship winners see the award winners and like, wow, we need to strive for that. It's a really nice feedback loop that's been created. So it turns out the funding for Max, which is a nonprofit, comes from a combination of corporate donors and professionals. The Max Scholarship Fund is actually a separate registered charity, and it has about 40 individual donors and now gives out 48 scholarships. And those people would all have been recognized at the gala. But of course, when your flagship event is a gala, COVID-19 is going to be a massive challenge. But Max had been subtly pivoting away from the gala and working more on their coast-to-coast programming, a lot of which can be done online. Here's Azar on how Max managed to grow despite COVID. Yeah, surprisingly, last year was our biggest growth year ever because we have a young, tech-savvy exec group of volunteers, and we were able to immediately, well, immediately made the call, no in-person events post, I think, one event we had in late February. Um, And we said, we're going online for all of our events. And it's actually made things easier for us from various perspectives. Number one, the amount of organization that is involved in an in-person event has been significantly cut. Like we don't have to worry now about food, in-person logistics, registration, on-site, audio AV equipment, etc. We hold all of our things on Zoom now, but it's just enabled us to do things more efficiently. Um, So last year we had 17 events online um, and we also expanded to uh, Edmonton, Ottawa, Vancouver over the last 14 months. So now we're in five cities uh, and it's really our mentorship program that's expanded there to start. So it's, it's been, I would say, really beneficial. Now, we had the Max Ambassadors Dinner done online virtually where Fezal Qazi, CEO of Siemens Canada, and Sahizat Bardhan, CFO of Cadillac Fairview were the guest speakers. Max Scholarship Perception is done online. Um, obviously, we don't do the gala a- anymore. Well, you know, and even that has become less and less of what we do and might, you know, we might do it like the Olympics once every four years. It's just the amount of prep that goes into it is for all volunteer organization. It's quite strenuous. But then we have, you know, Max Business. We have Max Women Leadership. We have the Mentorship Program. We have Max Investment Referral Network. We just have constant programming throughout the year that can be done online. So from the early days of awards and scholarships, Max has added a women in leadership program and a business program. That includes corporate training and a Shark Tank business funding unit, as well as a mentorship program that operates in five cities and has created over 500 pairs. I asked Azar how he thought Max might develop in the future, and what he told me, I believe, is a vision of its legacy. As children of immigrants, we have been given a platform by our parents and grandparents. And while they've accomplished great things in their own right, it's really this platform that's been provided to us that is their enduring legacy. And perhaps Max's legacy is building off that to provide a platform from which even more can be accomplished. We're, we're developing leaders so such that even the way we run today, I try to give autonomy to the leaders of all the different elements, whether it's scholarships, women leadership, mentors, awards, business. Just say, look, it's your baby, run with it. You know, 90% of the stuff you do on your own, you know when to come back to a few of us to ask questions, but... Um, so we're trying to spur that whole human resources using of the volunteers time. And we have this army of people call it, we're driven by the passion and, you know, it's really up to them to come up with ideas. So me- mentors was never a vision of mine. It was then, you know, someone came who had been volunteering with us since here once to have an idea about mentorship. So I was like, great ideas are useless, but it's all about execution. Come up with a plan of how you're going to execute. So we took 
you know, few months, came up with a plan, came up with a team, and then we let them loose and let them execute. And now the liquid mentorships has become. It's all about harnessing talent and you have a platform now. And it's really about folks bringing us ideas and the right folks who are, have the ability to execute and are willing to self-sacrifice in their free time. I'm sure there are things that will come out down the road that we haven't even thought about. Um, as long as it is that platform that enables Muslims who want to do something around the vision of elevating the brand of Muslims through the mission of encouraging, motivating, and rewarding um, high levels of excellence within our community and contribution to society, we're all open. Thank you for listening to Muslim in Moderation. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe and give it a rating. A new episode will be out monthly. For guest profiles, episodes and show notes, visit www.muslimindmoderation.com.